Hey, y'all. I'm Elliot Hall, and welcome back to another episode of The Journey to St. Andrews, where I document my playing and practicing leading up to getting to play St. Andrews here in late August, early September of this year, 2024. So this is part of a catch-up episode that I've been doing, where basically I didn't record a podcast for a few months just with how hectic it's been. So I did a long-format just brain dump, and now I'm editing it down. So we will dive right into November of this and jump back in. Before moving on to November, though, I do want to take a moment and talk about the Calamity Jane Charity Cup. If you've been listening to my episodes, you've heard me talk about Calamity Jane. I've done it a few times in this episode. So Calamity Jane is our partner beer with the Georgia PGA. And more info on some new partners we've added as well coming up. That beer is an easy-drinking light beer, perfect for playing golf, made for golfers like myself and our brewer and my my family, for golfers like myself and my brewer (laughs) and, and my family. So truly made for golfers by golfers. Love the partnership we have. And with that, we wanted to see what else we could do. I've always wanted to do a golf tournament especially a charity golf tournament. So we figured Calamity Jane would be the perfect beer for a charity event. So that brings the Calamity Jane Charity Cup. And this is the very first tournament that the brewery has ever done. And we did our very first one of these in October. So a lot going on in October with playing golf and working on getting better. And then also golf, not golf adjacent, absolutely golf, but adjacent to the goal of this podcast is uh, this tournament that we did. And we got with two charities that we've worked with in the past, and one is the Bobby Jones CSF and also the Georgia PGA Reach. And so the Georgia PGA is the, the entity that runs the section for Georgia that helps all the professional golfers in Georgia and putting on tournaments. The PGA Reach is their foundation that helps uh, that, that helps get more people into the game of golf. And Bobby Jones CSF is a organization, nonprofit, charity, all of the above, that helps with people who have neurological brain disorders that in, inevitably basically causes you to have paralysis. It's what Bobby Jones, the golfer, the, the Bobby Jones, actually passed away from. So we figured a charity event to help those two uh, nonprofits would be perfect in conjunction with our Calamity Jane Charity Cup. So we sponsored it, and we got tons of people out there and organizations to participate. We had our distributors came out. We had other businesses as well. We had local people that we knew who helped participate, and it was really a great time. The neat thing, or one of the neatest things, was we did it at Bobby Jones Golf, which, like we were saying, just said, is normally only nine. But what you can do is they can reverse it. If you rent out the whole place, let me try to explain this better. It's a nine-hole reversible. So that means that you play nine holes and then it reverses the next day and you can play it the other direction. However, this isn't your standard reversible nine-hole course. It is truly a different feel. They have laid it out in a way where the courses are completely different. On a given day, you can only play nine because you've got golfers all moving in the same direction. You can't just stop and then reverse and go backwards. If you rent out the place, though, and do a tournament like we did, you can move all the golfers through in one direction and then stop and then turn around and go backwards. So it's really the only way you can actually play 18 holes at Bobby Jones in one day. 
And when you do, you really get a different perspective and feel for how the course really works and more appreciation for how unique each nine really is because it's there. You can't miss it. You just played these holes. You're going back and you're like, oh, wait, was that five? No, this is now 13, 14. Oh, shoot. So it's 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 really cool. If you get invited to, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you get invited, definitely come. So it was a great day. Uh, being a brewery, we wanted to set ourselves apart. There's a lot of golf charities and tournaments. We wanted to make something that was different and unique. So we called it not your typical golf tournament. Golf tournament put on a brewery. So plenty of drinks and we had cigars as well. Jello shots. It, it was a it was a good time. And we really all got out there. And of course, the main goal of this was to raise money. And we raised over 35000 for the entire event. And really, really a great time. Uh, we did a shamble style tournament. So that way people could enjoy it a little bit more. You didn't have to be a 15 or below handicapper to really get out there and enjoy it. So it really opened it up to more people being able to play. Then just keep rolling with what was going on in October. We also had the World Long Drive Championship at Bobby Jones Golf Course. This was actually a week later from our charity tournament, so you could see some of the setup beginning. If you're not familiar, the World Long Drive is a competition that goes on every year, and they play at different venues, and it's truly the world's heaviest hitters, the people who can drive it the farthest, get out and drive the ball hundreds and hundreds of yards. Like, at best, most golfers, average golfers, 220, 280. Maybe you got a guy who can hit it 300 in your group every now and then, but not probably consistently. These people are getting out there and, you know, these guys and girls are getting out there and crushing this well over 400 yards. I think that same month, the world record was broken at like 517 or 520. A 110, that 18th hole on Plantera in December. Next was, I loved the charm of how it is now. It'll be great when all the, you know, the construction's done and you get to go spend time there. But right now, just got, so when you get there, you just get this feeling of like, all right, I am, out in nature, got bonfires going, and now I'm going to one of the South Carolina PGA uh, members, uh, Mike, and so we went out there and had a great time, got to play it, and 101, that's my honest score out there, I was a bit hungover, it was a beautiful day, I had an amazing course, so really just kind of relaxed and got into the swing of it, and also, if you are going to be playing Tree Farm or some of the other amazing courses that are out there. Just a heads up, Aiken is probably the town you're going to end up staying in, unless you're staying on the premises at one of these courses. If you're in Aiken, there's a cool little downtown and there's an amazing place called Prime. It's, it's a really good steak spot and you can get a great drink, a great steak, and then afterwards there's a couple of bars right in that area as well. So highly recommend Aiken, Tree Farm, and all the other courses that I, I hope I get to play out there sooner than later. So that is December through mid-December. And then I got to finish out the year. My last round of golf uh, for 2023 was at Great Waters. Great Waters is one of the courses out at Reynolds in Lake Oconee. And it's actually a, if you're if you're familiar with it, then you, you know it's, it's a Jack Nicholas designed course. It's a signature course by him. And it opened in 1992. I've played it a handful of times 
it's kind of actually away from the main Reynolds area. So you got to drive around the lake to kind of get to it. So it's not the course I've played the most, but I, I've played it a handful of times over 20 years. It did undergo a complete renovation in 2019, but it is a masterful, masterful course. It winds along Lake Oconee. It has a lot of great views of the lake, of course, but that also comes into play often. And it was not my best day on that course. And on a score was a soul-crushing 110 that I had to write on my scorecard. This goes back to, like I'm talking about, a lot of putting and errors 70 yards or in of the green. As And, and y'all, I'm pretty chill. I'm pretty laid back. But... I really did just hate how that ended up. It was one of those sitting in the car after you're done, looking at the scorecards, just going, what the hell? So, not my favorite round of the year, but it was my last round, and it was at a beautiful course that I'm quasi-familiar with, and I was there with good company. So, not the worst day by far. Practicing throughout December, I've been working a lot on my, or I was working a lot on my overall swing. My driver to nine iron, I've gotten pretty comfortable with, but I've got to start getting better at chipping and putting, as I just mentioned with that awful score at Great Waters. And, oh, of course I'm getting feedback from Jason and I'm seeing videos that he does, but it's not just him and and, and also my feel. Sometimes the things I'm talking about, I've been using the Arcos app, which... I don't know if I if I run out of things to do a podcast on an episode on I'll I'll talk about it but it is a fantastic golf app that shows you the true data and where you need to improve. It's it's a great app. There's no like oh, I think I hit my 9 iron this far. No, you're going to know because it tracks it. So it also you can put in weather, you can put in the distances you played. It's automatic. It's or pretty close to automatic. It's not perfect. You do have to go in and make a few changes to it, but that all being said, it's, it's, it's a great little app. So, chipping and putting. That's the end of 2023 that I will be taking into 2024 to start working on. Well, y'all, this seems like another good spot to end this episode. So, we're going to wrap it up here before we dive into the last and final catch-up episode, which will be the next episode. And after that, we'll be getting back to our regular scheduled programming with the new format, like I was talking about, where I'm recording in the car. So get ready for that. And in this uh, final catch-up episode, we'll be reviewing the beginning of 2024 in January and some exciting news about one of my favorite beers, of course, because I'm biased, our Calamity Jane golf beer. So as always, thank you very much for listening. You can follow me on social media at Elliot P. Hall. That's two L's, two T's, two L's. And please subscribe to stay up to date and follow the journey to St. Andrews. As always, I'm Elliot Hall. Have a good day, y'all.